A lot can happen in the next three years. Like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans are available for these changing times. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer budget-friendly, flexible coverage for people who are in between jobs or missed open enrollment. The plans last nearly three years in some states, with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. So for whatever tomorrow brings, United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans may be for you. Learn more at UH1.com. Welcome, friends, to another r slash Am I the Jerk video. We'll definitely have some questions ahead to answer, but the only question I have for you is could you hit those like and subscribe buttons down below? That said, our first story of the day is by Caged Flame. Am I the jerk for flushing my period? I, 22-year-old female, have been with my boyfriend, 23-year-old male, for four-ish months. I stayed with his family for New Year. I got my period a few days earlier than anticipated. My doctor believes I may have endometriosis, as they can be particularly heavy and painful. Boyfriend's been aware of this since we got together. Boyfriend's dad works for a major organization and had an early start, 4 or 5 a.m., the morning after I arrived. I had not been made aware of this until I arrived at the house. I was as quiet as I could be that night, but the next day, boyfriend's mom told us that the walking around, shutting the bathroom door, and flushing the toilet had been too loud. She addressed myself and my boyfriend, but we all knew that I'd been the only one who had been using the toilet. This was the first time I'd stayed with and met boyfriend's parents, and I felt awkward defending myself, so I apologized, and she asked that we don't do it again. I told boyfriend that I couldn't not use the toilet in that way, and he said that I should leave the door ajar and cover the blood with toilet paper. I felt uncomfortable with that and replied that I lose a huge amount of blood during my period and it's not really just possible to hide it. He said that his sister always hid her period, so I could as well. He didn't understand why I felt uncomfortable leaving the door open whilst using the toilet. I stood my ground and said that my period is difficult and that I'm not willing to make myself even more uncomfortable during my most vulnerable time of the month. I would be fine to leave the door ajar in most circumstances, but not whilst dealing with brutal periods and not when staying with people who were almost strangers to me. I felt humiliated and uncomfortable. The next night, the dad had another early start the next day and with clear instructions to not close the door or flush the toilet upstairs, I decided to just use the downstairs toilet. After my third trip in a short space of time, periods got a period, boyfriend asked why I kept going up and down the stairs. He said that the stairs were too loud for me to be using that frequently and that I should just use the upstairs toilet and hide the blood. I got very upset with him and we didn't agree on the matter. We both went to sleep feeling angry. After this, I wanted to go home. My boyfriend got upset and asked me to stay because it's not hard to just follow his parents' rules. He believed that his parents were being reasonable, and other than telling his parents that I had my period, he wasn't willing to defend me further. I ended up leaving two days later, which upset him further, but I felt too stressed and uncomfortable staying in that environment. He feels that I've overreacted to the whole thing, and I feel that he lacked empathy and didn't support me during a difficult time. He maintains that I was being unreasonable by flushing the toilet. So Reddit, am I the jerk for flushing my period instead of using toilet paper to hide it? So I think OP's definitely not the jerk. 
I think if you choose to allow somebody to stay in your home, it's kind of an unreasonable thing to ask them to not use the toilet when they have to use the toilet, right? In fact, I feel like if you're welcoming somebody into your home, you should be able to understand that there might be some interruptions that normally don't occur that you should just kind of get over, especially ones like this that OP can't control. What do you guys think? Was this just totally unreasonable from the parents to ask of this? Or do you guys think OP's totally in the right here? Let me know what you guys think in the comments down below. Our next story is by Sloth Monkey. Would I be the jerk for not letting my wife take our daughter's store? I'm 47, my wife is 44, and our daughter is 19. A bit of background, I caught her daughter hooking up with her boyfriend a few days ago, and she begged me not to tell our wife, but I felt that she deserved to know. We pay for our daughter's college, because I worked 70 hours a week for many years, to have enough money for her to go to college. Anyways, I told my wife, and she was livid. She yelled at her daughter for almost an hour, and took her phone away from her and banned her boyfriend from the house. I told her she was being a bit too harsh, but she thinks that these punishments aren't harsh enough. She said that if our daughter does anything else that she doesn't allow, then she's going to take the door off her room. I told her that she's overreacting and she yelled at me too. I had given our daughter her phone back when my wife went to the grocery store and she found out and is angry about that too. She told my in-laws about this and now they're blowing up my phone and telling me that I'm encouraging underage pregnancy and premarital sex. So, Reddit, would I be the jerk for not letting my wife take the door off of our daughter's room? Okay, so me personally, I don't think Opie's a jerk at all. I think taking the door off anybody's room is a hugely gross invasion of privacy and also a surefire way to make any kid surely resent you for a long, long time. That said, a lot of people can vary on their stance on the subject, but considering they're 19 and going to college, I feel like a lot of times that behavior kind of comes with that era of life. I think personally the mom is focusing on all the wrong things. Instead of trying to like ban her and punish her for this and stuff, I personally feel that they should reinforce it in a healthier way like... You know, the overly cringy protection talk, a talk about where and when is the right place if you're going to do that. I would think that you'd want to make your home a place that feels like a safe haven for your kids, not a place where they feel like things are going to be ripped away from them and their privacy violated because their parents can't trust them. Our next story is by Throw Friend Horse 475 Am I the jerk for not giving a medal to my friend? I, 18-year-old female, have a best friend, 17-year-old female, Bonnie and we both do horse riding. Recently, Bonnie sneakily bought the horse I was competing on and was planning to buy. We had an agreement with the owner. Her family offered the owner two times the amount he's worth. They're really well off. I only found out three weeks after from the owner by asking why the owner no longer allows me to ride him despite the agreement between them and my family. My family runs an equine center. So I had one last competition on him, which Bonnie also entered on the same horse. Our tests were on different days and we compete in different classes. To put it simple, she's in a smaller under 18 class with an easier program and I'm in a larger 18 and over with more complicated program. I couldn't pull out from the competition due to all the fees paid and Bonnie knew it would be suspicious if someone pulls out, but she would keep her entry on the same horse. Bonnie didn't perform well and came 10th in her class. 
She blamed the horse and said that it's due to him being a difficult one to get used to. He is not and is in fact a very lovely one. I came first in my class and took the first place with a much higher score than she did. After, I made sure the horse is clean, gave him treats and a good rub as he was such a good horse. Bonnie left him to me in abysmal condition and didn't even come to see him performing. Yesterday, Bonnie asked me for my medal. She said that she deserves it more since it's her horse. I've reminded her that she knew about the competition entry and it was her suggestion for me to not pull out from it as she might get eliminated as well if they suspect something's wrong with the horse. And there's some rules that won't allow me to pull out that easily. She still insisted to get my medal and my result sheet since it's her horse and clearly I didn't do anything to achieve such results. I got frustrated and reminded her about her performance. Bonnie got offended and stormed off. I got a call from her dad saying I must give her my medal, all my result sheets on him, and winnings, which were about 50 bucks, since it's their horse, but I refused. I didn't mind giving the money, but the medal and the result sheet are the last things I have from this horse as a reminder of him being in my life. Because of this, I was called a jerk, and while some people, including my family, are on my side, some believe I should give everything to my friend. I think OP is not a jerk, and no, I don't think Bonnie deserves anything that OP earned. If you rented a friend's car and you won first in a race, do they deserve the winnings and the trophy? If you borrow a friend's soccer ball in their cleats and you go on to win a tournament using those things, does your friend deserve the championship trophy and prize? No, maybe they have a claim where you should give them a little bit of money their way or something, but OP earned those physical things themselves. Our next story is by Play Stupid Games. Am I the jerk for telling an employee to stop using weaponized incompetence? Everyone in this store is professional, makes above $100,000. Greg's in his 50s and we all work in tech. I'm the project manager of about 30 people. Greg's been having issues for the last 5 years because we changed programming methods. The company paid for us to take the certification. Greg, while we work from home, called IT every day over something. In returning to the office, our IT guy Eric came to me and said he's not helping Greg anymore. It's above his pay grade. This is the first time I've heard of this and Greg explains he set up the base project for Greg and the previous IT guy did this also. He said Greg would scream at them for Greg not understanding how the program works. I meet with most of my team and I clarify that IT is not your assistant, don't treat them as such. Greg goes on a 20 minute rant on how he misses the old software. I tell Greg to stop weaponizing his incompetence. From that day forward, no one is to help Greg. He needs to either sink or swim. I go, our team is as strong as our weakest member. Greg filed a complaint about ageism in the workplace. I turned around and signed Eric up for the company paid certification. Greg already promoted his replacement. I think what I'm failing to understand here is why did it take 5 years to get to this point? If Greg's been acting up and causing trouble all this time, then OP as management should have dealt with this properly half a decade ago. And then gathering most of your team together to just say, Greg, stop acting stupid and just learn how to use it. I think everybody's kind of a jerk here. Greg for refusing to understand it and abusing IT. And OP for not dealing with this sooner and just kind of overall being a jerk to Greg in front of everybody. And in fact, if OP's kind of allowed them to float along, especially when Greg apparently screams at their coworkers, then I feel like maybe neither side's really done their job well enough here. Our next story is by Sentient Goop. Am I the jerk for showing everyone how little my brother knows about his kids? 
after he's constantly claimed his ex as a terrible mother for not knowing anything about the kids. My brother has two kids with his ex-wife. Ever since they've split, he's constantly saying she's a terrible mother who doesn't know anything about the kids and doesn't deserve any custody of them. But the examples he gives for this seem to me like moments of absent-mindedness. Things like her giving the wrong date of birth, she said 8th instead of 18th, then corrected herself, forgetting which kid is in which sporting team, not knowing only one of them eats one flavor of a particular food, and buying the wrong flavor. I know his ex, and from what I've seen, she's a great mom. So unless I'm seriously missing something, it seems like my brother's just exaggerating to make her look bad. I've also always had a sneaking suspicion that he doesn't know very much about his kids. His wife had them for New Year's, and I figured he'd have a lot to say about it, so I found out some info about the kids. And when he started claiming his ex knows nothing about the kids and is therefore a terrible mother, I quizzed him on the kids. It was pretty simple stuff. Favorite toys, teachers' names, allergies, favorite colors, favorite TV shows, what they want to be when they grow up. He didn't do very well. Incidentally, my other brother and sister knew all of that information about their own kids. My brother was mad at me then and is still mad at me over two weeks later. My parents say I need to apologize for embarrassing him in front of the whole family. I think if he was going to claim his ex knows nothing about their kids and that makes her a bad mom, he should be prepared to demonstrate that he actually knows things about them. I don't think OP's a jerk because, although this is involving their kids in a very sticky situation, if you take that out of the equation and you replace it with anything else, like somebody says, oh my coworker's a bad teacher because they don't know enough about their class. I'm sure you'd want to immediately turn that around and ask them questions that fit their criteria about their own class and see if they really do know anything. It's really their own bar that they're setting up and failing themselves. And our final story of the day is by over-involved wife. Am I the jerk for preventing my wife from going on vacation with her family? My wife, 32, is the oldest of nine. Three of her siblings are biological and five are step. Her mom died when she was 12 and her dad couldn't afford a babysitter so she had to take care of her younger siblings. Then when she was 22, her dad married a woman with 5 kids and all of the older kids including my wife got roped into babysitting. She said she never had a problem with it and that her dad and later stepmom never made her miss any events as long as she let them know in advance. While she swears that she never had a problem taking care of her siblings, she always feels like she has to take care of them. A few months ago, her youngest bio sister, 26, lost her job while pregnant. Then the baby came premature and died at two weeks old. Then her fiance cheated on her and she had to move in with their dad. Her dad and stepmom couldn't pay for her therapy, so my wife's paying for her therapy and meds and takes her out a couple of times a month. The only thing that annoys me is that I play soccer on Thursday nights and she stays home with the kids. 10 month old and 3 years but she occasionally takes her sister out on Thursday nights and we have to pay her nanny extra to stay late. Her youngest stepsister, 12, has health issues and has been in and out of the hospital over the past six months. Their mom took family medical leave and took care of her for the first four months. But she started to get burned out and her medical leave ended, so all of the siblings have been taking shifts staying with her. My wife works from home and is able to work from the hospital and her dad's house, 
So it's not like she's using all of her vacation time to take care of her stepsister, but she used to interact with our kids during the day, and she doesn't do that very often now because she's spending up to four days a week either taking care of her stepsister, taking her other step-siblings 13 and 15 out so they don't feel overlooked, or getting her new room ready. Her parents renovated their house and added a downstairs bedroom because her stepsister has a hard time getting up and down stairs. We've gotten into a few arguments because I've said that her family relies on her too much and that they need to respect that she has her own family now. Her dad, stepmom, her youngest sister, and some of her step-siblings are going on a ski trip. And her dad offered for us to go, but I said I don't want us to go. She asked why, and I said that with how much time and attention she's been giving to her siblings and step-siblings lately, I was worried that she would neglect our kids during that vacation. She said she wanted to go, but I refused to let our kids go, and she ended up staying home. They just left on Friday, and my wife has barely spoken to me since. I try to tell her that I think a week away from them will be a good thing, but she won't listen. So I wanted to know if I was the jerk for not letting our kids go and preventing my wife from going because I was worried that she was going to spend too much time with her sister and step-siblings. I'm gonna say OP's the jerk here. The holiday trip was just clearly going to be a great thing for your entire family. It seemed to me, honestly, that like OP let their insecurities control that one. Her sister's dealing with a lot and OP's worried about soccer nights in comparison? Just doesn't seem very logical. They're providing support for the stepsister who's dealing with a lot as well. And it seems like it's just time and time again maybe jealousy that their wife can't just ignore them all and focus on OP and their kids. Does the wife have to do all that? No. Does she probably do it because it matters to her and she has a heart? Yeah. But with that being said, that's all the time we have for today. So of all these stories I've read today, which is your favorite and why? Let me know in the comments down below. And if you haven't yet, if you could like and subscribe, that would mean a lot to me. Whatever you do, whether it's liking, subscribing, turning notifications on, all of it helps grow this channel and I appreciate the heck out of it. So until next time, I'll see you all tomorrow with some more stories. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details.